With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, you never know who will stop by on Radio Row in Phoenix. So make sure you download the Mile High Sports mobile app to listen and watch live or on demand. Now, live from Phoenix, here's Anivo Piro and Cody Rourke. You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Continue on here, Hour 2 Radio Row, live on this beautiful Tuesday in Phoenix, Arizona. We'll continue the conversation. You just heard from Alexa Belcastro. Previously, now she's joined by Laura Oakman. She's a sports broadcaster at Fox Sports. On top of that, she's also the founder of Galvanize Life in terms of bringing more women in sports together and creating a bond. Laura, thanks for joining us here for this second part of our Tube Radio Row. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. I'm wonderful. And what I love most about this was back in the day when I started Galvanize, I would only talk about it with women, that the women reporters would always ask about it. And to be able to sit at tables of men who talk about empowering women and about supporting women and bringing Pretty two cool. women on is always the highlight. So thank you for having both of Absolutely. us. Absolutely. And we're, we're always excited about it because we, you know, for me, I'm, I'm relatively new in the media world, but I've seen how the media is. You know, for me, I was raised by my grandparents and my grandma yeah. always taught me, you know, always respect, you know, women no matter what, hold the door open, things like that. And so for me, you know, when I first got in a meeting, I started to see how, how different women are treated. To me, I was like, hmm. That doesn't sound like something I'm on par with that, you know, I wasn't raised that way. So I've had the privilege of working with a lot of women, interviewing a lot of amazing women. And now I get to interview both of you here on Radio Row. First off, what, what inspired you to create Galvanize and what was really your vision and mission behind it? Everything Alexa's become, to be honest. That's always what I've manifested. But you create what you didn't have and what you wish you had. And so I know my first Super Bowl I covered was in 1993. And I was scared to death. And I was excited about it. But I was nervous. I was scared. And I was alone. And I felt very alone. And it was, I failed more than I succeeded. And I, I, I never had any women. I didn't have a woman mentor. And I didn't have any peers who were friends. And not because it was catty, but because... 30 years ago was hard. You just were so focused. Your head was down trying to put one foot in front of the other. You weren't thinking, well, who's next to me? Who's in front of me? Who's behind me? You just were trying to get going. And so when I hit about 40, I started seeing all these incredible young women like Alexa getting thrown in and they were getting thrown in high and they were getting thrown in hard. And I was like, oh boy, if I would have started here, I would have failed. There was no way I would have lasted three decades. And luckily, I started seeing that when I was a motherly age. So instead of being 30 and being judgmental and being like, well, then maybe you don't belong in this business, I was more protective and went, how can I help? And it just started with 20 women in a conference room and me going, how can I help? And now a decade later, it's over 5,000 women. And, oh, my. And we're 
we're in front of camera, we're behind the camera, we're all over in sports. We're from 17 years old to our 50s, women coming back for the dream. So it's, it truly turned into something I would have killed to have had at Alexa's age and any age, you know, the, an army of women around me. And so for that, I mean, you're, you're building not only just a foundation, but it's also helping change the narrative in sports and sports media. You know, for you in particular, you do such a fantastic job on Fox on Sundays. How is it for you that you've been able to see the evolution, like working with coaches, with players, has the game and has like even football media, has it transitioned to where people in these positions like coaches and players are more respectful and understanding of how much you can actually bring to the table when it comes to conversation? I love this conversation because I'm so used to people talking about sexism all the time and misogyny in sports and what I always say, and I ain't from the locker room, because all players, you guys know this, all players want to know is do you know your stuff? Right. And can I have a good conversation with you and can I trust you? It does not matter what your gender is with them. If you're in, you're in. It does not matter with coaches. If you prove your worth and you, you are trustworthy and you know what you're talking about, you're in. Now, if I talk about executives and if I talk about the hiring, and that's a whole different conversation. But what I would tell you from 30 years ago, what I faced walking into a locker room to now, there's completely a difference of players are some of the most empathetic and the most supporting guys and we also have a lot in common my favorite conversations are with players who hit 30 because i'm like brother i get you you know like it's hard to be told how old you are at 30 when you're really just a pup and so i think that a lot of the athletes find out we have a lot in common mm-hmm. and it's it and i feel alexa gets to benefit that how cool that i get to learn that like so soon <laughs> i'm so, like i just feel so blessed like just sitting right here with her it makes me so happy somebody blazing the path and, and i want to ask you about the origins of all of this because you know i've been doing media for about a decade but i i can't i really can't imagine what it must have been how old like are you? i'm 24. 24 so you know when i first started i mean even just to see how <laughs> women have been empowered and you know growing in different roles but you know, I hear so many stories about the old days, and I, and I read stories about what it used to be like before social media, this and that. I mean, I can't imagine the hurdles or the doors that you'd have to try to, you know, open at that point in time, just being a female in a very male-dominated industry. And you brought up how, you know, a lot of the athletes, it doesn't matter if you're male or female, if you get it, you get it. But it seems like the fandom for a long time was very male-dominant. You know, females don't do sports, whatever it might be. That's changing a lot. What was it like for you just in the early days to try to legitimize yourselves, not to yourself, but to the people around you about, hey, I can do this just as well as the next person next to me and, you know, maybe even do it better? You hit it. It's to yourself because at some point, and I talk about this all the time with Alexa and and all our galvanizers, is at some point all those voices become your voice. And at some time when all of a sudden everyone's telling you, I don't care what you say, I don't think you know what you're saying, and I don't want to hear what you're saying. Some point that's in your head of all of a sudden, well, maybe I don't want to talk. Maybe I shouldn't talk. Maybe someone doesn't want to doesn't want to hear what I have to say. And so it was exhausting is my answer. It was exhausting never feeling your value. It was exhausting having to prove yourself. It's exhausting telling someone what you do for a living. I covered the Bulls. I traveled with Michael Jordan for three championships, and yet – People would never have been like, so what is Michael like? Hey, how do you run the triangle offense? No one would have even asked me that. And I was a treasure chest of stories. <laughs> Trust me, I got stories and information. And yet it was prove that you should be there. Prove that even though I was there. And so to be, when I look back at those times, which are incredible stories and incredible time of my life, but when I tell stories with Galvanize and with Alexa, most of those stories when I was her age and, you know, in my 20s and maybe early 30s, they're sad because it was just prove it, prove it. And 
I didn't get my confidence till I was 40. And that's a big thing with Galvanize is I wasn't supposed to get it until I was 40. That was my journey. But if I can help an Alexa get hers and at 23 years old, then I'm like, oh, like imagine the world, imagine the path you're going to blaze. Because I always think if I would have felt about myself the way I do now at her age, like I would have lit the world on fire. Right. I came a little later. Let, let's, I want to ask you about, and this is something that pertains to both male and female, but I imagine it's a little bit amplified with the female audience is confidence, right? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like oftentimes in our business and sports media, people's confidence can waver. I know I've had ups and downs, like rewatching myself. I'm like, what the heck was I even saying? <laughs> you know, how, how do you motivate yourself? And this is kind of to both of you or keep yourself motivated because I know it's not all sunshine and rainbows. You're going to be down in the dumps some days. You're going to be riding high others. What is that process like in regards to staying within yourself, remaining confident, but also believing in your ability? You start because we're going to go from your age to my age. We're going we're gonna to evolve this answer right now. I mean, Laura would not want me to sugarcoat this. I don't think I've actually completely figured that out, to be honest. I think I someone tells me something still and it ruins my whole entire day completely right. so what do i do i call laura and i say like i don't understand i just want honestly i will say things like i just want to quit right now and like that's where i'm at and that's where i know i'm still working on um but i i really don't think i've found it yet i've gotten a lot better when i first met laura she, our first conversation was just like I just had no confidence in myself at all. But now I think I've gotten a lot better. But it's I'm not. I wouldn't so say it's like <laughs> superb by any means. And what's cool about this conversation is that you ask because it's confidence isn't gender, right? Like mm -hmm. it's it's we're in an industry. It's no different than the players who are constantly no. judged or the coaches no. who are constantly judged. We're the same way. And honestly, what happens is eventually you hopefully get to a place, and I hope you all get to it earlier than I did, but you get to a place where you don't care anymore. I know when I'm bad. I know when I struggle. I know when I'm good, and I don't need to walk off a game on Sunday and be like, I crushed it and feel like I know I had a great game. I know I had a terrific game and get on social media and all of a sudden go, maybe I didn't. Did I? Right. Maybe I had the worst <laughs> yeah. game in my life. Oh. So I want to make sure that I know who I am and I know my worth. I know my value. I know when I'm on, I know when I'm not on. And I'm always very honest about that with myself. And, and it is tricky with young women and young men because how do you how do you stay completely honest and also not crush anybody's heart but also say to them you I got you got a lot a long way to go and sometimes that's you and I you know I'll yeah. say something to you Definitely. or I'll watch it and be like it's really good and just be like but you know but, like waiting I'm like, like but like, we're going you mean, like, really really good or yeah. like <laughs> and sometimes I'll say like but oh but a mat when you get comfortable you're gonna you know you're gonna do this and she's like but do I not look comfortable right now and mm -hmm. That at this age, and I sound like a parent, but that's what you have to figure out, right? right. At our ages of, of where I'm really good right now here, but I'm never going to say I'm really good. I'm good for right here. Let's right. say that I'm good for right here, but I can get so much better. I'm glad that you mentioned that because like for me, you know, like I said, I, I've been doing media stuff for like the last six years. I never thought I was going to ever do media in mm -hmm. my life. And there's days, you know, and I think we've had this conversation as well. We struggle with like self-doubt at times, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. like you're like, ah, that, that interview didn't sound like it went really well. Then you listen back and like, it actually wasn't that bad. But negative self-talk is something like for me, first year on the beat, it's lonely. You're on the road a lot. And I was like, am I doing a good enough job? And then I had a, I had an a, event or experience that just kind of hit me out of nowhere. I was on the road in Tennessee this year covering the Broncos-Titans game. I'm leaving the stadium, 
and I'm walking. I got my backpack, got my press badge on, and this mom stops me and goes, hey, are you Cody? I'm like, yeah. Aww. And she's like, can I stop you? For, she's like, can we take a picture? And her daughter Aww. listens to my podcast ah, every Cody. single day. And she, oh she wants God. to be a sideline reporter one day. And she says literally every morning when she's making lunch for her kids, her daughter's listening to the podcast. To me, that kind of put things into perspective. You never know who's listening, but it's like yeah. in moments where you have self-doubt, you're like, all right, somebody out there, like, you know, invest right. in like what you're saying. So I think that's the important conversation to have is to spread that confidence because even, you know, as a male in this industry, I struggle with confidence. Yeah. You know, I look at other people around me, I compare myself. What am I yeah. doing right versus what are they doing? And I think that in general as human beings, that's something that I think can hold us back at times. Did you guys talk to Eric Kramer, a former quarterback who's been walking around right now? So I covered Eric uh-uh. when he was with the Bears, and he wasn't great to cover. He did not like the media. He didn't talk a lot. And I say that because one of my early radio road days, we were partners, and he was my analyst, oh. and he's fantastic. And I was always like, where was this court? This guy is terrific, and became a dear friend. And Eric has gone through a lot. Eric lost a son, so he knows all about addiction and drug use with his son, and then Eric tried to kill himself. And so he thankfully survived that. And he's walking around Radio Row all day today talking about all of this. And so I asked him when he did not talk, you know, I said, first of all, did you ever hear the word mental and health put together when you were a player? And if I would have told you back then that one day you would walk around football's biggest stage talking and on, and, and just taking out your heart and your soul and putting it out here for everybody, what would you have said? And he was like, we, there was no such thing as mental health. There was no such thing as players talking about depression. Mm-hmm. So, again, saying all of that, I think where this all starts is we're just one little f- part of, you know, the world, right? Like our industry, and, and it's a tough, tough industry, but we can take a lot of industries and say that. But you have to talk about that. You yeah. have to talk about yeah. how hard it is and about how much we struggle because that's the crazy thing is – Everybody in this big radio world sits and judges and everyone's just staring at each other and checking each other out and doesn't say a word to each other. But right now, if I walked around each table and gave a truth serum or simply said, like, how are you doing? You hanging in there? And how's, how have you been this year? I promise you, everyone at this table would talk about a hard time that they went through. That's how we connect to athletes. That's yeah, how we connect right. to players. That's the biggest thing we talk about. When I first met Alexa, she wouldn't talk about her dad dying while she was in college. Laura didn't know for like a full month. But my dad died. Had no idea. And I lost my mom young. And now Alexa knows for her to connect with an athlete about loss, she has to share that. Mm-hmm. Not to make it about her, but to say, like, you and I have something in common. We can connect with this. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's again, it's not a gender thing. And I feel for everybody right now with COVID and with social media and oh. everyone in their heads and I just pray as much as I hope you guys get the confidence before I did. I worry about all of you because there's a lot that gets in all of your ways. And we see it far Building character, you know, along the way as we develop that confidence. And nobody bonds over good times, by the way. Like nobody connects over, yay, I won an Oscar, I won an Emmy, I won whatever. You bond over loss, you bond over hard times. That is the good stuff that makes you connect to people. I, I got one more kind of big question in regards to what you guys are doing and, and again this is more of a genderless question but I do think it's something that plays in the female community and, and you bring up you know people bond over sadness you know I, I use the news saying if it bleeds it leads right you know people totally. sometimes that's how people connect and develop and whatnot but what about success because I feel like I know I've experienced like when I've had success people almost judge me based off the success about like not that people have distanced themselves from me but like I like to say some people don't want to see you win 
right? And I feel like I've, I've met a lot of females as well, you know, that I've helped. Like, there's been a couple people that I've helped introduce to sports betting because that's a new avenue and whatnot. And, you know, I would be like, you know, reach out to your coworkers, reach out to other people that are, you know, like-minded, similar age, female, the whole nine. And, and one thing that I've just heard from people is sometimes females don't want to work with other females or because there's so much competition that's bred into this system. How do you guys handle success, but also you winning means you win and she wins means you win because it feels like a lot of people are out for themselves and you have to be sometimes but i do think there's a balance of teamwork and supporting each other i've noticed that whether it's male female that sometimes success can make people jealous in that sense as well sometimes it's it's funny because i'll hear things and be like eh, it's such a stereotype like how i said we weren't good to each other in the industry when i started but it wasn't because of cattiness it was more out of sadness and just trying to keep your head down but I would say this, like that stereotype is very true with women who have been taught not to trust other women mm. and women who have been taught because there's so few of us in certain industries, if you get the job, I can't get the job. So that's been inbred into us. That's toxic, there's room, Right. And so our tagline is galvanize girls, compete, women empower. And now I need to change it because that was 10 years ago and I loved that. But now I'm like, well, I don't want girls to compete either, actually. <laughs> I would like everybody to empower. But it's it's a true thing. And I would tell you at Galvanize, when we do two-day workshops together, and day one is only women, it's the guys we bring in day two. But this is what we do. We talk about my, my whole mission day one. We don't talk about sports. We don't talk about football, if we're, even if we're teaming up with NFL players. We talk about confidence in ourselves and confidence in each other and the understanding of if Alexa gets the job, it was Alexa's job to get. My opportunity is coming. And for me to love on her and be so excited for her and be like, I can't wait to see what my success is next. So I agree with you. I mean, I think what NFL head coaches always say, I work with one Super Bowl coach and it's one of my favorite things. He tells his team every year, but he always says, the hardest thing to handle is success, mm -hmm. and it's harder than the losing. And yeah. so that's football team, that's life. Misery loves company. You know, that's Always. the other thing is, I'm and I think that. some people, it's just it's something I've noticed, you know, is, you know, you think some people are like, smile, smile, be a villain. You know, they're smiling, smiling to your face, but the second, you know, something yeah. goes the other way, you don't know who's talking behind your back. Totally. So, I like seeing it, people succeed. That's the most important that's thing. That's how I am. I you don't know. get how you could root for people to not succeed. Like, that's, that's like karma. That's deeper rooted you know? issues right there. Like, put, <laughs> and what you get in is what you put, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, it is. can we talk about something, well, this has been a great conversation, but let's talk a little <laughs> football as well. Oh, there's a game on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who do we like Eagles or Chiefs? It is you guys a fox got any? Game. Yeah, it is a fox. Knowing game. Laura, she will not answer that question. <laughs> Why won't you answer it? Well, first of all, it's it's a fox game and it's a Western Run game. I'm calling the game for Western oh. Run, but it's also my fox family. Are you familiar so with I'm Tony Baselli then? Tony is my guy. So his nephew is one of my best friends from high no, school. Yeah, yes. that's where so I was Tony asking because I want to see if Tony's here. I'm like, I got to try to talk to him. So. No, Tony <laughs> is enjoying world. the gold jacket. And Lucky um, I used to call the game with Tony, but uh, it's now it's Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner, and Kurt. Mike Golick. And I, so okay. listen, Tony is my guy, but it's not bad to have Mike Golick step in either after Tony said, uh, after Tony decided to take a break. But um Honestly, why she said I, I, I I'm I excited. Won't. Are you going to answer? I don't. I'm yeah. never in the prediction business because I've I done this you. long enough to Thank know you. that we can sit and debate <laughs> this predict. all day. But then a no, game breaks out. Yes. Every time when we do TV games, we prepare for days. Our graphics, our interviews, I our things, and it's all all of a sudden you get there after we're sure this is going to happen, and all of a sudden you watch and go. A game broke out. So I do know I, I covered the, um, the Chiefs 
for the AFC Championship game for Westwood One, and then the week before I did the divisional with the Eagles. So I just saw both of them recently. And what I will say mm. is that it's going to be a great game. I love these two teams. I love that both teams are experienced. I love that it's so evenly matched, and I love the attitude of both teams. I'm excited about it. I can't well. wait, man. But Andy Thank- Reid. Yeah. And Andy Reid. Yeah. yeah, and then it's the Kelsey that. Bowl. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> two brothers. They said they haven't they, – they fought each other when they were teenagers, and they realized, okay, we're both too really? big to be getting into fights anymore. So, you see, their mom baked them chocolate chip cookies. I loved that. And like brought them to him, and she had like a half Eagles, half Chiefs. Regardless jersey. of the outcome, she wins, no matter what, or which is awesome. She loses. Uh, yeah, that's got to be hard. That's it's a like hard fight one. for who mom likes more, you know, one it's of a hard those one. things. But I will say this I talked to both of them yesterday individually, so not together, but I had some one on one time with both. And I said, and I'm, I fangirl over the podcast. I love their podcast. So I was like it's between yeah. so talking about it, it, this all the time, you know, publicly, privately, all of that. Have you talked about how you're going to handle losing yet? Or how, how you're going to handle the, after the game yet? Not mm-hmm. as podcasters, not as players, but as brothers. And they both independently got really quiet and oh. said, that's the one thing we haven't discussed. Ooh. Ooh. You guys, There's that's hard. Yeah, that is. That's heavy. That's hard. The plot thickens. There's I'm, a lot of stuff there. Interesting. Obviously, peeling back the layers, though, but that'll wrap up today's Radio Row here. Day two, Phoenix, Arizona, joined by the lovely Laura Oakman and Alexa Belcastro talking guys. about galvanizing, empowering women in sports media, and also being able to find confidence. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for your time. And we appreciate men who galvanize. So yes, thank yeah. you, gentlemen. I made sure to mention that. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. And and one thing is we're going to continue on with our conversation here, the final portion of Tuesday's edition of Afternoon Drive here, Radio Row. Neil Lapiro, Cody Work, back in a moment. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.